this is Stephanie. And I'm Connor. And this is our very first podcast, so thank you for tuning in. Um, A little bit of a background information about us. We've been together for about 14 years now and married for four years. We have two children. Um, You people call us high school sweethearts. I guess that's what we are. Um, So yeah, so we're just going to talk a little bit about our life, parenting. What Stephanie was saying, I think one thing that I would say is, you know, we're, I think we want to do this podcast just because um, we're going to use it as an outlet to share a little bit about our lives, about what we've learned in our short time as parents. With that, I think the first thing that we want to cover on this podcast is something that um, is, is important to us and something that we value, and that's how different parenting styles have to um, work together to, to ultimately make a good team. Um, and in our case... One of the biggest things for us, I think, is how our parent, our parenting styles are so heavily influenced by our own parents. Um, and I'm sure the same is for all of you guys. For me, I grew up in a house where um, there wasn't a whole lot of structure. Obviously, there was discipline and, um, you know, rules and chores and all that. But in terms of, like, family dynamic, you know, we didn't eat dinner together very often. And that's mostly due to being incredibly busy in sports and being on the go. Um and I know, Steph, you grew up in a slightly different situation yeah. in that you guys were really close and yeah. always ate dinner. Yeah, we always had to wait for my dad to come home and we would have our dinner at exactly 7 o'clock every night. <laughs> yeah, see, I was very different. And I think, you know, how that shines through in, in our life today is at the beginning, we struggled, I think, to find the balance of, you know, how quote unquote strict did we need to be with certain aspects of our life? Um, I see it now with with Capri, our, our two year old daughter, that I'm definitely the more lenient parent. She definitely gets away with a lot more when oh, it's just yeah. when it's just me at home. And I think one of the things we've started to realize is how how much that is influenced by how we were brought up. So going back to the eating dinner at 7 o'clock, how I was brought up, we did that. Um, I've tried to input that in our home because I like that. Like you sit down, you have a nice conversation. Yeah, for sure. It's just something nice to do. And I've always grown up like that. So yeah, but it, you know, it was definitely something we struggled with at the beginning. Like Oh, yeah. Especially before the pandemic when I was getting home from work a little bit late. And, and Capri um, was hungry and I didn't want her to yeah. be upset going to bed. And all that, so it was just like a little bit of. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fun period of of trying to balance out like being home on time and eating dinner as a family. But unfortunately, it wasn't always a reality. Yeah, I and mean, then we're, we're we, in a much better place now in terms of that oh, dynamic yeah. and and trying to be on the same page with everything. But yeah. I think for us, like the biggest thing for getting to a point of being on the same page was just being honest with each other about what we valued. I don't know about you, but I think a lot of, you know, people don't necessarily know how they want a parent or, you know, it changes when you have kids. Yeah. And I, I mean, think, we never talked about what we wanted to do when we had kids, like with no. routine. We always talked, yeah, we always talked about having kids and yeah. how many we wanted to have and what their names but were going to be. we never said, oh yeah, like we're going to have dinner every night and we're going to have bath time after dinner. Like that's just something you yeah, don't we, talk Yeah, we just about. kind of, yeah, we just kind of figured it out and we learned, but... Yeah. At the beginning, we ultimately struggled, and now we're in a place where we're we're pretty much on the same page, and some of that's from trial and error, and yeah. a lot of it is from being honest and open and talking about 
what we value and what each of us holds important. Exactly. Like, and now like Capri loves eating dinner all together. She actually yeah. says we're eating dinner together and we all have the same food. Like it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's funny because it was never something that was important to me growing yeah. up as a kid. Like Only I just, when you started dating me. Yeah. I just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never had dinner at home unless it, at the table, unless it was with your family at your house. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, just, just to kind of close off that topic, I think one of the most important pieces of making sure your kids grow up with structure and the right sort of balance of everything is just talking with, with your spouse, your significant other and making sure you both agree and are on the same page. And if not, try to hash that out before, before the kids get too old and you fall into a, a routine that you don't like. Exactly. And going, going back to one of the things that we kind of touched on um, earlier on a few minutes ago is the type of parent somebody's going to be or wants to be. And I think one important thing for a lot of people to remember, and you know, parenting is incredibly hard. There's no day that is the same as the last. And I know Stephanie agrees with that, yep. both aspects. Um, one thing that I think people forget is you have no idea how to parent, no matter how much classes you took, no matter how many dogs you raised or... Babysat. Yeah, how many kids you've babysat exactly until you become a parent and have to raise your own child or your own children. It's very different, especially me working with kids. It's very different when it's your own kid. Yeah, Very, very different. Yeah, I couldn't... I I mean, for me, I couldn't even imagine working with other kids. Like, working with your own children is incredibly stressful. It's difficult, but it's also incredibly rewarding. Yes. Um, It's the best job ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, just a little bit more on that. I think um, saying how, you know, how it's important to, to remember that you don't know what kind of parent you're going to be until you parent. I think one of the things we figured out or, or learned pretty quickly is there isn't a, a right way or a wrong way. Obviously, you know, you, you can be too hard on a kid and you can be too soft, but finding a way to get it. Yeah, finding a way to balance or, you know, get your discipline across in a in a way that's understood and not obviously, you know, yeah, like violent. Yeah, fair or... with, your parent, with your child. Exactly. And I think one thing, too, that we learned actually is consistency. Yes. And that if... Especially with the timer. Espe- yeah, especially with the timer. Yes. We started um, this thing with Capri where before bed or before any transition, we say, okay, we're going to have a timer. And it works well, but sometimes she tries to test us where she says, two more minutes, five more minutes, and... It's tough because sometimes we're in the middle of something and we're like, okay, fine, two more minutes. Okay, fine, five more minutes. But then she realizes, okay, I can win this battle every time we do it. Yeah, and it's only only gotten worse. Exactly. You know, we we gave her the extra two minutes once or twice and all of a sudden now it's two more minutes, two more minutes every single time. And then it's a battle. So now we've gotten better because now when it's two minutes, it's two minutes, that's it. Yeah. So. But yeah, being consistent, you know, timer is one thing, but even in... The time of day that you eat breakfast and the time that they wake yeah, up and yeah. the time that they go to bed and the rules in the house like I know for definitely for us um I mentioned earlier I was the more lenient parent and Stephanie was definitely the more strict one Capri knows that with me she can you know have an extra cookie or whatever it is and when with Steph the extra cookie will not be had at least not not unless right away she, yeah or unless she you know has her dinner yeah exactly or, yeah Exactly, but I think we're we're definitely getting more on the same page, and that's what 
that's the whole point of this point, this conversation is, mm-hmm. you know, talk about these kinds of things and talk about what the rules are going to be and how you want to deal with those situations and, you know, what type of discipline makes sense to you. Um, I think that was another thing that we struggled with early on in, in parenting when Capri started to act up and you could discipline her. It's like, what do we want to do? I know yeah. for me as a kid, it was always go to your room, go to your room. Um I don't know what, what it was like for I you. I don't really but. remember like how it was. I I remember being, you know, I want to get what I want and cry, and my parents would never fall for it. Maybe the odd time, but I don't really remember it. my punishment. It wasn't really. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing. Either you didn't get punished yeah. enough, or uh, or it wasn't it wasn't uh, scarring to yeah. to remember. No, no, no. Um, but, but I yeah. knew when I was in trouble, I was in trouble, and that was it. But. Yeah, and I guess that's the important part, right? Everyone has their yeah. own sort of discipline style. But like I was mentioning, one thing we struggled with is I, I think for me, my discipline style was like stern talking to and, um, you know, not necessarily getting angry, but just being very serious versus like laughing yeah. about it. And, and yours was more like sitting on the stairs and counting to five and calming yeah, down. Yeah. Um, but it was tough because at the beginning when she started all this, we were each giving her different... Yeah things to do and it just made the situation more confusing and I think and she would lash out way more yeah exactly it only made the situation worse every yeah. single time it never made it better yeah but now she knows if, if she's upset she tells us she uses her words she says i need a hug yeah. or we breathe or we just go to like like a little bit of a quiet space in the house which is it's perfect yeah exactly and i i think um, i think like talking to her and reasoning with her is the best way to do it especially sure. when we're out in public and she wants what's on the shelf and we have to tell her like, okay, Capri, you have to wait. Yeah. Mommy has to go buy this right now. Maybe we'll come, we'll come get another day or. Yeah. Well, I think one thing I underestimated in that, like going back to the whole reasoning thing is I had never been, I didn't grow up around a lot of young kids and I never babysat anybody. So my children were really the first like children I dealt with yeah. a lot. And I think one thing that surprised me was how you actually can reason with a kid that is two years old and only knows 50 or so words or whatever it is, but you can actually explain to them, you can't have this toy because of this reason or that reason. And they understand and they say, okay, and they move on. Yeah, when she goes, okay, daddy. Yeah. Okay, daddy. (laughs) Yeah, when she understands, exactly. Um, But yeah, I think circling back on the whole discipline thing. Um. We kind of moved away, I guess, from, like you said, like, go to your room or go sit on the stairs. It's more of, let's talk about it. Let's take a deep breath. Let's count. Whatever it is to get her to calm down and and stop being so emotional um, in that moment so she can, like, actually rationalize and and think about it. Um, Exactly. Obviously, in some situations... When, when she's being very difficult, we mm-hmm. raise our voice and, and make sure she yeah. understands. But, but sometimes like part. I've realized that if I get angry, then it just makes her even more angry. So yeah. sometimes I actually find that stepping away from what she's done is better. Mm-hmm. Like the other night, she put raspberries all over my brand new carpet. And I was... And the carpet's a light cream yeah. for everybody's reference. And I was very, very, very upset. I didn't know what to do. I was home alone. Connor was out changing his tires and I did not know what to do. I was about to scream at her, but obviously that's not the answer and you shouldn't just lash out like that. So I walked away. I grabbed the Dawn 
And I said, okay, Capri, mommy has to clean up this mess that you made. So I let her know that she made the mess. And now mommy has to clean it up. And she was looking at it saying, can I help you, mommy? And then she came over to me and actually apologized. So it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And it may not work for all kids, but it's it's starting to work for ours. And that is a saving grace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just move, moving on to, I guess, the next thing, which is also sort of something we already touched on, but very, very briefly, is before you become parents, you obviously have an idea of the parent you think your spouse or your significant other or your co-parent will be when they become a parent. Um, but that isn't always the case. And it it's something I think that should be talked about early on if it's, if it's ever a concern um, and I think in our case, like I'll just, I'll go first, but for me, for those of you who don't know Stephanie, she does have like a little bit of anxiety and she can sometimes be a little bit more worried than most people. And so when she, when, you know, when we were talking about becoming parents, I think one of the things that went through my head was, is she going to be an overprotective mother? Is she going to be a helicopter parent? Is she going to be oh, scared yeah. of everything? <laughs> um, Everybody thought that this was going to be me. Literally, anyone you talk to, like my mom even, my own mother was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to move in. Like, you're going to need me. And I was thinking to myself, like, what? Like, is it going to be that bad? Like, am I going to be a bad mother? Like, I don't know. I I remember being being worried a little bit. And you, we we never had this conversation. Like, no, we never talked about it. I guess not to worry me, but yeah, I, I think I didn't tell you because. It wasn't fair. Like, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because that we, we didn't do it yet. I didn't know how you were going to yeah, be. Exactly. It was just a, a thought. And I think if, obviously, she's not like that. She's actually the complete opposite, which is funny. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. I think it's not fair for me to tell you what kind of parent I think you're going to be. But yeah, it is course. something that I would have talked about early on. Yeah, If you sure. started out that way. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, you know. Two and a half years in, two kids later, it's safe to say that I was could not have been more wrong. I think that's the whole point of this conversation mm-hmm. is don't be don't be worried about the person you're parenting with and how they're gonna parent until you become a parent. And then you can talk to them about it if there's certain things that you don't like. I think, you know, we have those discussions all the time. Yeah, like, like every Connor, day. I don't I don't like the way that Yeah, exactly. You know, it's but it's so important because if we didn't you would just every time I would do something, you would just quietly hate me for it. And, exactly. And same thing for you. Like if there was something that yeah. you did, I would just sit there but and like, quietly hate it. Before you. we had Capri, I never thought of. I knew you were going to be a great dad, but I never had like, oh, what kind of parent is he going to be? Like I don't know, something I just didn't think of. Yeah, that's fair too. That's that's the other side of it, yeah. I guess. It's just like not not even considering it at all, and maybe that's better, right? You just go into yeah. it and you figure it out. But well, I'm glad I'm not what you thought I was going to be. No, yeah, I think what surprised me the most when you became a mom is just how you, like, Capri was, what, three weeks old and we brought her to a party? No, three days. Three days old? Yeah, like, we, we, exactly. This is obviously before the pandemic. Yeah, but. long before COVID, but we brought her to a party where there was yeah. loud music and tons of people. And, and we left at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, it just, it, it shocked me that yeah. Then I got my basically, eyelashes done the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically, our lives didn't change. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like she that. came into our life. And, you know, she adjusted. Like, we still, we were, I think we did a great job with Capri so far. Absolutely. You know, she sleeps every night at 7.30. She's I've alive. Never, exactly. <laughs> I never rocked her to bed. Actually, we haven't rocked any of our babies to bed. No, luckily. We didn't do any sleep training. We just. Not, okay. that, it, not that any of that yeah, is Yeah, like, wrong, everyone but. does their own thing. But, like, for us, this is what worked. Like, yeah. 
William. We got we got lucky. We got two really good sleepers. Yeah. And part as soon of that as you is, put them on, as soon as you put William to his crib, he yeah. just falls right to sleep. Like we couldn't part, have yeah, been part blessed. of that. Part of that's routine. Like, and I would yeah. say that routine was one hundred percent you. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And then Stephanie was like, "Nope, ten thirty a.m. nap time. Twelve thirty nap time. Bedtime yeah. seven thirty. And it was but the like, same every day. But like. It's not Thank like, God for you, because I would have been like, I don't know, like they're yeah. crying. I guess I should. Put yeah, them down. of course. But now you've picked up on cues. Like if we're just sitting here hanging yep. out and you hear William, you're like, he's tired, and I'll be like, no, no, he's fine. Then you pick him up and he just goes right to bed. Yeah, exactly. But go to put him down. There are days where and... we have things that are interfering with their nap time, but they've learned to sleep through it, or mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. I think you know what? That's a great point. I think that's a an interesting topic where it's like. Especially with new parents, with people who are having their first kid, often people are so afraid to make a mistake. Yeah, get out of their routine. But actually, I think it's important so your children yeah. can learn that, okay, it's my nap time, but I'm at my nonna's house. Like, I'm going to stay awake. Or if they fall asleep, they fall asleep. But at least they know that they can still be in a yeah routine. Exactly. Yeah. And, and going back to the whole mistake thing, I think people are so scared to make a mistake with their kids that they end up changing the whole entire way that they live and the way yeah. that they operate. They put friends aside or they put, you know, getting their nails done aside or whatever yeah. it might be just because, oh, my kid needs to nap at two o'clock and it has yeah. to be two o'clock every single day. And I think that's not the point of this. The whole point of routine is that 80% of the time, try to get them to nap around the same exactly. time every day. But there and, are days where you can't always stick yeah. to your routine. Like if you have something, you have something. and Kids are resilient. Okay. They'll Ex- figure it out. Exactly. And the only way you can learn... What's right, what's wrong, what works, and what doesn't is by by making mistakes. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, try not to make the same mistake more than once. Exactly. um, If it happens, it happens. But also, you know, we make we make make countless mistakes. We make mistakes every single day. No, exactly. And our kids are are just fine (laughs) for now. Yeah, for now, exactly. But no, like you know your child best. You know what works for them. You know their cues. So. Yeah. Pay, atten- pay attention to them. Exactly. Keep an eye on them. Do what you think is right. And if it works, do it again the next day. If it doesn't, try something else. Exactly. All right, perfect. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, this is our first podcast. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm usually not one to speak <laughs> over a microphone yeah. or in public yeah. speaking, but... Yeah, I can't wait to edit this and hear my own voice. That's not going to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That'll be the, the, my least favorite part, but... Um, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're going to try and make this a regular occurrence, hopefully weekly, but we'll see how things go. Yeah, and we won't be make them too long. We'll do them short and sweet to the point. Yeah, I, and I hope some, I hope all of you, or at least some of you found this insightful or helpful or you learned something or you're going to try something different because of this. Ultimately, that's why we're doing it. I think, you know, just to end this off, one note or one lesson to take away from what we've learned is doesn't matter who you're parenting with or what your parenting styles are. I think what's so important is trying to find the balance between each of you or if you're a single parent, finding the balance as well just amongst yourself in terms of, um, you know, how you deal with different situations. And and, um, yeah, I think going from there, like just find that balance. And there's no right and wrong on parenting. Yeah, there's no right or wrong. Kids are resilient. They'll bounce back and you will learn from every mistake that you make. Exactly. And ultimately, your kid's going to be just fine. Yep. So thank you, everyone. And we'll chat soon. Yeah. Bye-bye.